Hello, and welcome to Pokédex Pathfinders, where we explore the Pokédex at a leisurely pace. I'm Ben. And I'm Andy. On today's episode, we talk about numbers 52 and 53, the Meowth family. Ben asks me questions on Blaine's quiz show. And we talk about our favorite regional variants. Let's get to it. All right, so we're starting off today with number 52, Meowth. It is the Scratch Cat. Quick note, have we had any other pokes that have... A verb. It like, have a silly name. <laughs> <laughs> Cat scratch fever Pokemon. No, this is the first like razzle dazzle type we've yeah, received. Yeah, so far. I was gonna say <laughs> of all the ones to be like, no, this can't just be the cat Pokemon. This has to be blah blah blah. Although I might be giving away a little too much there. It is normal type. We got to talk about. Uh, the biggest feature to start off for this poke, and that would be the coin. Oh, yeah. So uh, did you see what the coin is? I did not know what this coin was to start out. No, please go ahead. This is a Koban coin. I didn't get too much into the history of it, but it's a gold coin from the Edo period of Japan. So 1603 to 1867, and I was just floored by that this is almost a 300-year period that's as far as i even got on the research i was like all right got it i was gonna say a lot of that far eastern history stuff they just have so much history it goes so far back they're like oh yeah it's the xyz dynasty i know that is typically referring to china i'm just talking eastern cultures in general because they just go so far back they're like yeah that covers like a thousand years no big deal (laughs) yeah exactly that'd be like just lumping in i wonder if at some point in history we're like the 70s were everything (laughs) i was gonna say i wonder if at some point they're gonna talk about like the u.s dynasty and it's gonna include everything from like the 1800s to like computers and the internet and now Uh, you know they had a good run (laughs) yeah it was fine Anyway, back to Meowth. I think that might be a running theme for this episode. Yeah, so the coin is at this point just a pop culture thing in Japan, but that is where it comes from. How does the coin, how and when does the coin get there? This is an, it's an appendage. Is this thing attached or is it placed there at birth kind of like a Bulbasaur or is it like, I'm thinking like a tusk. Yeah, I I thought of it like nails. I, you know, it's like, uh, it's like cartilage for us, but it's coins for them. Okay, because I was thinking elephant tusk or rhinoceros's horn or something like that. Is it, is there a circulatory system in this? Also, let's say it is nails. Okay, it is the the cartilage that you're talking about. A lot of Pokedex references to it being obsessed with finding change and coins. That would be like me going around looking for fingernail clippings. Yeah, but I, I mean, I wouldn't judge, you know, if that's, <laughs> if that's your whole thing. No, but they, they make such a big deal. Here on Pokedex Pathfinders, we do not kink shame. We're just out here looking for fingernails ourselves, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That that totally made me just lose it. No, they, they made the, such a big deal. Where would be the worst place to find other the, other than food? Okay. Where would be the worst place to find a fingernail? <laughs> Welcome to the Meowth podcast, where we don't want to talk about Meowth. <laughs> I could think of some horrible. I could think of some horrible places, but uh, but anyway, no. So the, in the seed. Pokedex, they make such a big deal about the fact that they plant the seed. The fact that they didn't mention it made me think that it's just a part of this cat. It's definitely got to be a part of it because I'm thinking, okay, if it has, there's also references to it having the ability to produce coins. Which put a pin in that. We're coming back to that one, but. If it has the ability to produce coins, I'm thinking that, it, okay, obviously it's not a vestigial 
organ. Like, it's doing something. Where are the coins shooting out of its face? Is it growing it and it has to clip pieces off of it and, like, mint coins that way? Or is it just like... That's the part that I've never been able to visualize. Like, when payday is happening, where are the coins coming from? Are they materializing out of thin air? Oh, but uh, I'd say finding a nail in your mitten is probably pretty bad. I feel like in your mitten, like, it's halfway there already. There's already fingernails. No, only if, you, if you know for a fact that it's not yours, you know. <laughs> if you if you borrowing or putting on a brand new mitten. <laughs> yeah, and you feel the clasp of a nail. All right, so the coins are clearly popping out of midair, or are they, like, clippering, or is this furthering my theory that all Pokemon just have, like, a cloaca? <laughs> it is, yeah, the coin has a secret orifice uh, that more coins oh. come out of. Maybe it, The maybe old this, coin uh, orifice. I don't know why I'm always thinking about SpongeBob, but maybe it's, like, it reproduces by budding. You know, like, coins just pop off of the coin itself. Oh, are you thinking about, like, the SpongeBob episode where he pops, like, the mini SpongeBob off of himself at a mini Yes, one? where they just keep coming off... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so another Who's thing I, say? I wanted to talk about for the biology, is it bipedal or quadrupedal? All right, so that, well, there is a lot of debate on this because there's conflicting info, but from what I've found, the natural stance of a Meowth is on four legs, but nothing in the game points to this in any way. Anything that you would look at, any sort of representation of this thing shows it on two. I'm going to have to disagree with that one because the earliest sprite for red and no, blue... I agree that the earliest one shows it on all fours. It's not like on all fours. Like, I guess technically it is on its hind legs, but it's definitely just sitting like a cat. And I'm not talking yellow because yellow, they gave it... it it's yeah, got they retconned it to make it more accurate. Yeah. We've gone over this. The red and blue sprites can't be wrong. Just because they're original doesn't mean they're more accurate. They can't be wrong. They're not based on any. They are the original. Look, we have all these. We have all these generations. Clearly, things had to be improved at some point. <laughs> if I change the Mona Lisa, are you going to say that my rendition is more accurate? All right. So if Da Vinci was like, I'm going to add a bit to it, then yes, it's fine. So if you're like going to go Star by Wars, that, if I'm, you're going to, damn it, you, if you're going <laughs> to, you beat me to it. <laughs> So are you saying that the Disney version where Greedo yells McClunky uh, before shooting Han Solo, is that the original? Is that the best copy? Well, no, I'm not going to go that far, but when the Sarlacc has a literal arm mouth that comes out, yes, and when a young Anakin is present, yes, that's correct. <sighs> See, I, I'm going to have to disagree. I want no, Anakin I, to... I'm completely, I'm completely being ironic. No, I cannot, I cannot say that those are correct. <laughs> I think that they just had no idea what they wanted it to be. I think I was going to say, I think jury's out. I think that there's no consistent data to say one way or the other. Other than later, I'll talk about this, but there is, there's some stuff to suggest that the two legs is not natural. I also want to throw out, though, that I kind of feel like this falls into the same category that a lot of stuff for Pikachu did, where I don't think that they had quite in mind what they were going to do with this poke. And they were like, here it is. And then later they were like, oh, crap, we kind of made it like an actual character. We got to do stuff with it. Oh, yeah. I much pretend to think of Meowth as a character and not as a random Pokemon. Uh, but you were talking about the sprite. The, the sprite from Red specifically makes the most direct reference to what this is based off of. I'm going to stop you right there and correct you saying based off of. Because I don't think based off of is the right word here. Fine. What this is ripping off. <laughs> what this is. What this is. It just is. This is just a, 
It's just a cat. No, this is the Maneki Nico. This is the the lucky cat. All right, go ahead and hit me with it. So I am sure that you've seen them. Uh, they tend to be in the front of uh, storefronts. Is basically where you'll see them. But it's called the lucky cat or the beckoning cat, and it's those little cat statues that wave at you. You know those. They they bob the arm back and forth. Do you think that's why in the red and blue sprite it just has the one arm up? It's supposed to be the one. Oh yeah, like, it's wah, a, wah, wah, wah. yeah. It's a direct reference to to that. So they said that Americans see that as waving. Though in a more traditional Japanese sense, it looked like it was beckoning. It was it was calling you forward to it. So it goes by beckoning cat, lucky cat, but I always just call it the lucky cat. I just thought it was a cat. <laughs> I mean, it certainly is nothing more than a cat, but they had to spice it up somehow. I'm not going to lie. A lot of the early drawings, especially if you look at it, it doesn't. It just looks like an anime drawing of a cat. Yeah, it's literally just a cartoon cat. It's just a it, it even has the cartoon like kind of stick figure body but just happens to have like a cartoonish cat face all right well let's just get into it now because obviously meowth became a big character i know i'm sure you have you could say that <laughs> yeah i'm sure you have plenty to say within the anime but i i more so want to talk about the idea of like if i had never seen it in that show looking at the design of this regardless of it being in the show or not it just looks like an anime character and i'm having a hard time yeah, it, telling it looks like a it looks like a dude it looks like a specific thing it doesn't it look like, like there's any many anime i don't know others because i don't watch or read it reminds I me of, listeners who are into that but it reminds me of fairy tale fairy tale is an anime with a sidekick that is a cat with wings and it could this look is what exactly it makes me like think this. of but this is what it reminds me of, is that that's a common anime trope to have a little cute sidekick guy, and that's what this is. And it totally, like, that's the thing. I'm like, this doesn't have, uh, I'm just going to go all the way in here at this point, this early on. It doesn't it have is. a Pokemon design language to it. This looks like a standard anime character. This doesn't look like something that belongs as a wild creature in this universe. And again, I know I'm having some trouble and... Uh, I am tainted by like watching it in the anime back in the day and knowing that it's a character and knowing Meowth that's right and all that and it's speaking English and everything and I know that significantly hinders the ability to just see it as another one of these creatures. I don't know. It is something about the whole that it walks on two legs also and it's it has that expressive face and it's always kind of maybe it's also because it does have a distinct personality from the start and that was not a part of Pokemon's original idea. No. Meowth were supposed to be wisecracking they were supposed to be what's the word easily enamored by okay. certain things they were always chasing fingernail uh, clippings know, yes they were always chasing the fingernail clippings that you leave on the toilet seat some it's true that something about this is way too unique for lack of a better word it does not seem like there's multiples it's too it's too character and i never believed this thing evolved into persian like they feel like completely no. different they don't, don't feel related at all. Well, I never realized how much of a trend that it was back then that so many of these basics just were, I guess, too strong in their original design language that it didn't make sense for so many of these to evolve. Like, Meowth could have been totally fine being just a basic. Would you put this in the same category as, like, the Clefairy and the Jigglypuff? Yeah, that's immediately what I thought of when, when you started saying that it doesn't seem like a, like a Persian. Yeah, the Persian just seems almost superfluous. And it's more common now, I feel like, for... Pokemon to have a personality imprinted on them before you got them. Like, yeah, looking at you, Sobble. Yes, and Greninja, Delphox, 
they all have kind of an idea to them already. They already have a concept. Hey, would you like a starter that's also a wrestling star? <laughs> Boy, would I. Good thing I can get one in multiple uh, generations. Which one would you like to pick from? Well, don't worry, all right, they're why all don't, fire type. <laughs> why don't you share some info, since we're kind of touching on it a little bit, about, uh, I'm sure you have some good stuff about the anime for us. So as we know, uh, Meowth is just as much a character in the anime as Pikachu is, or Ash, or any of them. It's, of course, going off of the classic cat and mouse bit of the cat chasing the mouse. Can I tell you uh, how old I was when I realized that? How old? 30? <laughs> was recently, yeah, <laughs> a few weeks ago, <laughs> while we were doing the notes. <laughs> I, I didn't read it. I wasn't like, oh, yeah, it is cat. I just was all of a sudden, like, I was thinking about it, and I was like, I wonder why they chose that. Because it's a cat and the mouth. Ma- oh. yeah, it's, it's a Tom and Jerry situation. Yeah. Uh, Meowth, Meowth is just as much a character in in this as Ash and Pikachu. He is very much a pillar of Team Rocket, you know, just as much as Jesse and James. He does have an origin story in the anime. And I don't know if you remember this, but this is easily one of the saddest and most intense episodes of the whole thing. I vaguely remember there was a lady that he was trying to impress. Oh, yes. So... Go West, Young Meowth, is the name of the episode. They had to do it to him. And Meowth literally goes to L.A. He goes to Hollywood, and he grows up on the mean streets, and he is brought in by a gang of Meowths led by a Persian. They teach him to speak and walk upright. Well, sorry, he teaches himself while he's in this gang to speak and walk upright because he wants to impress a lady Meowth. Because she thinks of him as like a street rat. Do any of the other, real quick, do any of the other Meowths speak? No, no, they just Meowth. Does the lady lady Meowth speak? No, but she thinks he's low class because he doesn't. Okay, so basically, this is like me hanging out with a group of guys and trying to impress a lady so I learn Portuguese. Yes, and you'll see why it does not work for him. Okay, go ahead. He does this because he wants to appear human-like because he thinks it'll impress her. Well, now she just thinks he's a freak of nature. Feeling incredibly dejected, he now joins Team Rocket. So this was literally a villain origin story. It is far better than anything the DC Universe has managed to come up with so far. People actually don't know this, but this was the basis for Batman. Well, no, it's the basis (laughs) for the joke. Yeah, Killing Joke was was based off of <laughs> Meowth, or Go West, Young Meowth. Is there any other stuff you wanted to bring up with regards to the anime? Or you want to get into some game data? No, I just want to backtrack once because I thought this was kind of cool, the naming convention with Meowth. Oh, yeah, please. It's very clear in English that it is the word meow, and then but it's combined with either mouth or wealth. Makes more sense as wealth because of the whole, you know, the money aspect. In Japanese, it's Niarth. And I find that interesting because Nia, like Neon, is the Japanese onomatopoeia for Meow. So it's still Meowth, but it's Meowth in Japanese, which oh my I God. just find crazy. Is that where Neon Cat came from? Yes, it's because it's saying Meow or saying Nia. And I didn't know that either. I didn't know that that's, that that's what that is. Okay, well, that makes kind of a lot more sense. That's pretty cool. Let's talk about the, the game data a little I was gonna bit. going to say... Which of these? Oh, okay. I was gonna say, which of these forms do you want to get into? Uh, let's get. Let's talk about the game real quick because I don't have too much to say for it. Um, it is a blue exclusive and a silver exclusive in Gen Two. Originally, this was considered to be a counterpart to Mankey. I found that so strange because I would never have thought that. No, and also even furthering my theory that this is again like Pikachu, where they just came out with it and later they were like i don't know it works all right cool people are latching on to it and it's yeah, part of the they were anime. just like whatever 
Volpix and Growlithe, that makes sense because they're also both fire type. And same with Butterfree and Beedrill, they're both bugs. So at least that makes sense. But this is a normal and a fighting type, whereas they'd give you different advantages in the game too. This thing has nothing other than a speed stat. It has high speed. It's about it. Yeah, the only thing... I never use one of these in games. The only thing that... I never had access. <laughs> yeah, you definitely didn't. Uh, the only thing that ever was kind of interesting was you could use Payday, and when you're done with the battle, you can pick up some coins and get a little money, but it's not like it's ever... I was going to say, is it a lot? It's like 10 coins? Uh, it's, it's not enough to really make it worth dealing <laughs> with that turd. It. For it to get its block knocked off every time. <laughs> yeah. It's not even a glass cannon. It's just like a speedy piece of glass. <laughs> it's the in-game equivalent of using a Pokemon card that just has an ability. You know, like that Jirachi card that you know is going to get blasted. It's just that, but in the game. Yep. And it, it, it'd be like having Jirachi with no ability, but no retreat cost either. <laughs> it's like, I'll give you a couple coins. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Let's talk about... The different forms. Which of these forms? Real quick, this is the, uh, I think this is the the only poke to have this many region, diff, this many yes. forms. It's the only one to have. This is this is the only one with multiples from what I saw. So we got Galarian Meowth, we got Alolan Meowth, and Gigantamax Meowth. Yes. You pick, dealer's choice. Which one do you want to talk about first? I want to go G-Max Meowth because I have the least to say of it. Uh, this is just based off of a meme that I don't even think <laughs> yeah. people know about anymore. Like, this is like... Do kids even know what Long Cat is? Don't you anymore? dare say that because I was like, oh, yeah, it's totally Long Cat. I was like, the, the youths know what that is, right? I, I barely remember Long Cat. How dare you? That's literally all that this is. It's just a basic with Just a remember, when they talk about the, the U.S. dynasty, they will be putting Long Cat in the uh, uh, same realm as, like, the Spanish-American War. <laughs> Right, yeah, the Spanish-American War, okay? You had American blues music along the Delta, and you had Long Cat. <laughs> yeah, they were they were all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and all of the same significance, really. <laughs> yeah, so that's about He's all I cat. have to say about G-Max Meowth, too. <laughs> no, that's all there is to say. It's cool, but <laughs> I never even encountered this in the games. I think this was an exclusive. I think like you had to do something to get it. I don't even remember. And most of the G-Max stuff was... I think it was a gift. Most of the G-Max stuff was so memorable, and I'm like, wow, somehow this one managed to not be. All right, well, then I will pick the next one, and I will say Alolan Meowth. Oh, yeah, because there's so much to say about this one, too. It's dark type. <laughs> yep, and it's it has that coloration, and that's pretty much it. And a stupid round face. So the idea for this one is, okay, I'll give it a little bit of credit. It's supposed it's got a, to be, It's got a backstory. It's a supposed bit. to be like how a lot of the Alolan ones are natural selection, putting pressures on them to change. This is supposed to be a reflection of artificial selection. Meowth was gifted to Alola royalty, Alolan royalty, excuse me, and the luxurious royal lifestyle led to it being kind of an asshole. This is what I didn't get, though, because I thought that Meowth is just like that, that I thought that's how Meowth are, and they're like, no, it's even more like that. Here's the other thing that I was kind of thinking about, too. I bet if Meowth, the way that they portray Meowth in Gen 1, I bet if it came out now, they're always referencing it, being mischievous and stealing stuff and prowling around at night. I bet... This me would have been 
the default. It would have been Dark Tide. Yeah, this this would have been the real Meowth. Would be this one. That's exactly what I was gonna say. The only the only vaguely interesting thing with the Alolan one is that it has a big head because it's literal. This it's it's a big head Pokemon. It thinks very highly of itself. Uh, boo. <laughs> All right. Well, it's almost as good as those uh, anime name puns. And finally, we have Galarian Meowth. Hey, this one is my favorite. Oh, them. well, I mean, you're jumping much, ahead. I was actually going to ask you when we were done talking about them, which of the designs oh, is your whoops. favorite? So this one. Thank you. Why? I just like how different it is. But the beard has this weird. It's not just a beard. It has like it almost looks flabby. Like it's got some kind of like sack to it. Yeah, and it does oh. remind me of the Goblin King from the Hobbit movie. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It also moves in like crazy, super high frames per second. And it makes me throw up, too, just like the Hobbit movie. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, but if if that beard was just fluff instead of whatever weirdness they're doing to it. Yeah, I would. I would like the design more. But no, I just like that. It's different. And it's like the ruffian type. And it's literally a different type of cat. You'd think by now, I mean, this didn't come out till Gen 8 anyway. You'd think that they would have finally made something have hair nah yeah fair enough <laughs> so the body has partially it is steel type now the body has partially turned to iron as a result of years living with savage sea men i saw that what does that mean okay the, what does that the mean? first note i have is why didn't the sea a metaphor came to reality yeah, why didn't the seafarer's body turn to steel as well that's not how They're that like, works but saying like hard living that's just an expression it's not <laughs> you don't literally yeah turn hard back in the great depression everybody was literally turning to iron i'm again what were these seamen doing to this meow (laughs) you did it i had to i had to also say (laughs) does this mean that like pokemon are hyper evolving in more ways than just like the one actual evolution like are these things literally changing i mean yes we're going based off the assumption that this means that its cells change to be like made of steel uh just because it was on a boat with a bunch of semen yes literally (laughs) it's literally just because metaphors are real in pokemon like if you have enough of a a comparison that comparison will come true they love the like iteration of a fable kind of thing but yeah like i get it they want it to be like a viking but this was a bit too much of a stretch it, it can doesn't just be wearing seem armor. like they're making it like a story though it seems like they're making it based off of vanadium yes i mean hard living yeah that's it it's like the difference between okay nine tails has this huge expansive lore to pull from with that that fox versus they had a hard life on the open sea. <laughs> but also, if a bulb, if you can plant a seed on a Bulbasaur at birth, and it, this is a defining characteristic of Bulbasaur, can't you just give this some armor at birth and it still counts? I would accept, after a long time at sea, ones that had like more of a helmet from the protection were able to live longer because they didn't get hit in the head with an oar or something. No, the, the getting hit in the head is the hard living. That's like the only thing. Yeah, the only <laughs> ones that survived them. were the ones with... Uh, they kept getting smacked in the coin. All right. I have a quick thought of the three different Kanto, Galarian, and Alolan Meowth. I have two cats. Cats suck. I would just like to say... <laughs> Whoa, hot take. <laughs> Gen 1 is a house cat. Yes. Okay. The Alolan Meowth is like what we see of cats. Them being like prissy buttholes. 
and Galarian Ma- Meowth is what I think cats see themselves as, as being like made of steel, <laughs> rough and tumble predators. Oh my. <laughs> you think that cats think that they're badass? Yes. If anything, I would think that they think they're a little in Meowth. They think they're the royalty. I think they're, okay, but I don't think they're royalty. Okay. I don't well, think yes, you're that one, you're one cat that does cartwheels. He definitely thinks he's rough and tumble. I will say that uh, <laughs> when I see him flying through the air. Yeah, he, he does think he's a little Viking. He does not <laughs> enter the room. He only falls into a room. It goes in Kramer style. <laughs> yeah, I, I just mean like cats definitely think of themselves as these like rough and tumble predators when really they're just assholes. They are all weak to fighting. As well, which is kind of cool. All three forms. <laughs> Fair enough. Last note I have is just a interesting bit of uh, trivia that talked about it before. This is the final poke that was printed on one of the Nui. Again, I'm so sorry oh, yeah. for pronouncing it so terribly. I know I'm an idiot. The Nui $1 coin. This was the last one. Anything else that you wanted to talk about for Meowth before we mention a couple cards? Nah, they're just cats, and they were lucky they got so much attention. Fair enough. All right, the first card I'd like to bring up would be Jungle, because it looks so similar to the Gen 1 sprite, and again, it's just a cat. Yeah, this was like what they were doing with Nitto King and Nitto Queen, where they just took the sprite, pretty much. Yeah, they just put its arm, a- they just put its arm down, that's it. And then the generations... But it looks cool. I like the purple background. Yeah, that's fair. It looks like a genie. The one from the generation set uh, is like roaming in the desert trying not to die. Well, sucks to suck. <laughs> and the last one I wanted to say was the Rebel Clash Galarian Meowth. Nothing to do with the artwork. I don't think the artwork is that exceptional. I just wanted to point it out because they were... Very helpful for a little bit there. Metal decks were super strong in the meta of the game between Boo metal decks. Yeah, between uh, Sword Dog and ADP. Galarian Sword Meowth Dog, was a cat. Yeah, Galarian Meowth was a good way to uh, boost some damage. So, what cards do you yeah, have? It's, a, it's pretty interesting that three literal gods on a card would be powerful. You know. That's like a really crazy turn that they took. They really went out on a leap with it. I hate that card. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, well, the first one that I have is Holon Phantoms. This was when they were doing Delta Species. So this one is Dark and Steel type. I mean, this pretty much just is an Alolan Meowth. It's almost like Galarian Meowth mixed with Alolan Meowth. Yeah, like he's just got a look in his eye. He's up to no good. And then uh, I don't know what these were given out as. But these Wizards of the Coast promos were killing it. It just looks really cool. It's a classic Lucky Cat pose also. It all, yeah, that one's also very reminiscent of the sprite, but like zoomed in. I kind of like, you don't yeah. see that a lot of cards being like, normally they have the whole poke in there. They're not like doing a it's portrait. very textured looking. Yeah. yeah. And then the other one is the Team Rockets Meowth. That just has a hilarious attack. But same deal. I was like, where were they giving these cards out? They're so cool. I think those are for like large events or something like that. Or maybe uh, when they do tournaments. And I am just seeing it now, but just look at the Team Rocket return one. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, oops. (laughs) It's like the -the over-the-shoulder water babies pose. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's talk about number 53, Persian. It evolves from Meowth at level 28. It is the classy cat poke, which I would like. Way classier. It definitely is, but I would also like to say that I would like to start a petition. Uh, Let's write to the company itself. Dear Pokemon. I would like Meowth to be the asshat cat 
and <laughs> Persian to be the class act cat. I mean, it, it still suits their personalities. <laughs> so this is also normal type. And, dude, it's just a big cat. They went for it. They were like, you know what? <laughs> they were like, one's a cat. This one's a lion or a puma or whatever. Who cares? The the closest I found, it would be based off of the Persian leopard, except none of the, like, spots or anything on it. It's just it's just a big cat. I'm just getting big Clefable energy from this, like, yep. like you're... You're, you know, like your brother showed up or something. It's just like, he just looks like an older version of Meowth. Wait, my brother's on the episode again? Not not your literal brothers. We're not giving them any reference counts for this. <laughs> I'm right, saying yeah. somebody's metaphorical brother. So they become your real brother. <laughs> yeah, it does just look like it. it, it is... This isn't an evolution. This isn't a change. It just turned from a. It's small just an cat additional a, cat. Meowth has evolved into another cat. <laughs> it's like why are there two of them now? It's gotta be. I, I can't imagine my disappointment when you get that. Doodly den 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 den. Okay, it's just bigger. And you see a meowth sitting next to a Persian that has just walked over. It's like, oh hey guys. <laughs> it, it also like I think they dropped all context of lore for this one. There actually is some lore for this, but it was bizarre. It was. Vague. Is it a? Is it like one of those things where it's a total stretch and they came up with it afterwards? Yes and no. So this is based off of a mythical animal called the carbuncle called a cat (laughs) it's from south american folklore the issue with this is there are like a lot of different things that the carbuncle could have been it did not have any sort of standard definition it was just people saying like oh i saw this animal in the field i saw this animal but the main characteristic is it's generally described as an animal with a shiny object on its forehead uh i don't know if i'm buying it i'm literally sitting here thinking like okay they went from like taking these biologic especially all right so many of them have taken biological aspects i'm thinking about like vile some of the ones that we just did parasect uh, creepy as hell vile plume all that stuff now it's just like it's a cat yeah it's just, it's a, just cat. a cat Exactly. Come on, we're past this. We're not at Pidgey. We're not at Spiro anymore. I've no, completely we're back. forgot. We got normal types again. This is it. God, normal type sucks. <laughs> well, yeah, it's what, they're they're miscellaneous type. Like, we, they're just <laughs> filling why. things in. They're like cats and dogs. You got you got Wooloo. That's something. Yay! You mean <laughs> worse, Mareep? <laughs> Mareep without the cool parts. All right, so. It's no longer a coin, it's a jewel in its forehead. I guess that counts as evolution now, is going from a coin to a gem. That's all you need. I, I have the same questions, but I don't think we... I think we established that clearly this is just like shiny you know, shiny fingernail. Yeah, this thing, it's definitely attached. I don't think that you could pull it off. That brings me to a pretty dark point. Uh-oh. I, I'm not actually talking about pulling one off of the face of a Persian. Oh, you're talking dark types. No, dark themes, not to okay, be confused right. with dark types, but it's going to seem a little morbid, I guess. How about that? I can only imagine what it would be like if this animal existed in our real shitty world. Oh, yeah. It would just be like elephants they would just get hunted for oh yeah the jewels and they'd be you, you don't yeah, even need bad. i mean think about all the people that go big game hunting just for the sport okay and then think about all the people that go big game hunting for like a, a creepy pelt to like lay in front of a fire all naked or whatever people do with pelts anymore now imagine yeah, like a leopard romance cover on it <laughs> <laughs> now imagine like a leopard pelt that you know whatever is already be worth that much 
There's just a giant freaking jewel in the front of it. We we got the G-rated version because it is popular with rich people because it has a jewel. So they just keep it around as a pet to flex on them. Bullshit. Because, you know, since it has a jewel. Bullshit. Everything else in Pokemon. All right. All the cards and the games are fun. la di da But every Pokedex entry is like, this fun lantern goes around murdering children in alleys at night. Yeah, but this is because like. And this, this one's one, like, the, for the decks, he was for like, rich people. Yeah, he was like, well, my dad has one and he loves that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like, I don't want to make I my write dad the sound like this? an asshole. Or he was just like, I, I don't know. Maybe Giovanni is actually funding uh, all of Oak's research. Giovanni wrote the decks himself for this one. He no, was man, like, he's just, Rich Giovanni's just uh, uh, funneling dark money into uh, oh, Pallet Town Lab. And Oak's like, uh, yes, Mr. Giovanni. You turn over the Pokedex and it was branded Silphco and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> Son of the bitch. <laughs> it, it's the Silphodex. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> Sponsored by Team Rocket. Well, that's all I have for biology for Canto Persian. Yes, I'll agree. I'll agree with that. Oh, it, it has a mutual disdain for Berserker, which I found funny. All right. Well, let's talk about regional variants and let's talk about Berserker to start. Okay. Because... I know it's technically a different Pokemon. This is just Galarian Persian. I mean, I guess you already asked, but Perserker is my favorite of all of these. I think Perserker makes much more sense as an evolution to Meowth than Persian actually does. Yeah, it looks it looks like Meowth. It looks like a Meowth that's like beefier and has better armor and has like a cool face. I'm I'm going to agree with you 100%. I think that Galarian Meowth to Perserker is the best evolution. It, it in the best timeline, that's the one that we have instead of the other two. Yes. And this actually has a high attack and defense. I think it was physical attack. The only thing I would change is again going to a beard instead of weird sack chin. Well, yeah, but I think this time it just has a beard. It doesn't have like a weird jiggly thing. Actually, no, you're right. You're right. This one does have, and this one, it's like the whole top of its head is like the helmet. And like, I just find that cool. This one feels like the coin turned into it. This is exactly what we were talking about of like, okay, this is the variation where the the coin turned into a helmet to like, okay, fine. Yeah. It, it helps keep it alive. They had more time on this one. <laughs> A few, a few extra years to think They've about been it. thinking about it for 25 years. <laughs> they're not on that deadline schedule where they're like, do we want Gorachu or do we want this weird cat? Like, go with the cat. <laughs> I don't know. Let's talk about a Lowland Persian then. The Ooh. other variant. Because, again, I'm counting Perserker as uh, Galarian Persian. A Lowland Persian is just a Persian with a dinner plate for it's a face. Yeah, it's just a Persian with a weird face. So this and it is says a, it's more haughty. So this is a reference to the British short hair, which is, okay, fine. It's, again, potentially a reference to selective it's breeding. Something. Whatever. I, I'm just, I'm not sold on it. I'm sorry. Like, they keep doing these, like, half-assed lore things, and I'm like... Yeah, no, you just want to... It's just a cat, dude. This is... It's potentially the lamest of the Alolan forms, because there's some high-quality Alolan forms, and this is potentially least effort. What if during our hypothetical later this episode, I tell you number one is... It's not. Um, (laughs) You'll have to explain. I would also like to point out, they decided to make a dark version of Persian, dark version of Persian, um... Which, yeah, the Persian version, yep. They went so half-assed with it, why didn't they just make this a panther? They certainly could have. And also, there's already a pretty cool dark one. Like, I already actually thought that the Alolan Radicate was kind of cool. They yeah. already did a good version of it. So I this get it. just they felt like do, overkill. They want to do the rat and mouse thing. All right, fine. 
I get it. But like, we got enough of that in the anime. Not I'm going to also throw out. Uh, I'm going to sound like Super Gen Warner here. I firmly believe that if Persian came out today, it would look like uh, uh, a lowland Persian. It very much is a, a more up to date representation. Yeah, they, they of their lean art into style. it a lot more. They yeah. lean into it because it's just become a lot more part of Pokemon design is that you wanted to have a little bit of a personality where in the early days it specifically did not have a personality. It's all the, it's also the softer lines and the rounder shape for everything. Everything just gets like kind of squishy. That that might just be a result of the 3d transfer too. Was this originally like a first, a 3d transfer? I don't remember. No, this was 3d cause it would have been gen seven to start. Yeah, I so do that, have a point for that. It could have been also a little bit of that. I do have a point for that. Uh, I was going to say this for the family. Meowth and Persian did not transfer into 3D very well. Look, with the exception of the newest game, I really thought that Pokemon just worked better as a 2D medium. And before this game came out, I was convinced that it should just stay 2D. There that this is game a lot of people. Sprites. There is a lot of people both within Nintendo and like in the community that have made that argument. I get it. It does not lend anymore. itself to different art care. styles. I'm, I mean, I. What are you gonna do? Like a two D platformer version of Arceus or something? No, I get that. Oh no, th- that game is as it should be. But prior to the game coming out, I just thought that there should just stay retro style, and they should just lean into it. And it, it was more expressive uh, when it was two D, anyways. I do actually agree with that. Or having sprites that are like, you could even do like a movement. Whatever. That's a different topic for a different day. Well, let's talk about some some game data. Then, because uh, I don't really have any again. Honestly, no, I don't. It's just, yet again, it has high speed and not much else, and it's not in yellow, so I couldn't get it. The sprites for both of these, same thing. Gen 1, it's cat. It's just a cat. It is definitely a cat. And the the move pool for Gen 1 is laughable. Well, because, I mean, again, in, in yellow, this was always an adversary Pokemon, because yellow always mimicked the anime, and Team Rocket has a Meowth, so you were never supposed to have one of your own, because it truly was a character even in that game. I think in red and blue, you were never supposed to have one of your own. Uh, red, <laughs> you couldn't get one without trading. And blue, because it sucked. I was going to say, that's more That's more because they didn't like it, though. <laughs> even in blue, they were like, just trade for a Mankey, dude. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? Are you going to give up a Mankey? Like, you can get You're a able to use it or- as trade bait for a Mankey. Giovanni does have one as his main Pokemon, and it's always at his side when he's doing his weird little talks to Team Rocket. And Meowth specifically doesn't like this Persian because Meowth says he's top cat. That makes sense. I also do appreciate that they had to give... I wish they almost like made it the size of like a Meowth. Like it didn't get any bigger. That way he could have the like <laughs> the the Bond villain stroking of the cat kind of deal. Oh yeah. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about for Persian before we wrap it up with some cards and talk about the family? Yeah, Meowth, Meowth is way more interesting than Persian and that's really saying something. I only have one card if you want to share your first. Yeah, so I wanted to bring up Unbroken Bonds because this is an unnecessarily beefy version of Persian. Oh yeah, this thing is shredded. Holy crap. Yeah, this this thing will take you down. Like I would I would And do it's this. winking at me. Because it knows. <laughs> <laughs> the other one is again these Wizards of the Coast promos are so cool. Look at the dark Persian, very cool hollow with the swirl. And it has Poison Claws, which I highly doubt was a move it could learn in the game. Because it had a crap move pool. The only one I had is Team Rocket Dark Persian. It's not interesting or a good card or anything. Uh, It just has Lion King vibes. Looks like Lion King. 
Just saying. It's like arching its back too. Yeah, it's it's giving me scar. Yeah, it sure. looks like it's walking. It's giving uh, you like like push a dad off a cliff energy. Exactly. It looks like it's walking through uh, the the canyon where the stampede was. <laughs> Why don't you give me your thoughts? Wrap it up for the family as a whole here. This is just really a Pokemon that I just never thought about. And I guess that was the issue is that I associate this with a character with Meowth from the show. And I was never able to think of this as a wild animal the way I thought of like others. Cause even having like a Bulbasaur on your team, I could imagine Bulbasaur existing in the wild. And I could not imagine running into a pack of Meowth all standing there looking weird. Uh, if I run into that, I'm running. Yeah, just standing there. This really shows the power of regional variants because it did breathe new life into a Pokemon that I really did not care about, didn't think about, because all of a sudden I kind of cared about these regional variants. I don't think I'm even as sold as you are on the regional variants. I, I definitely don't like the Alolan ones. The Galarian ones are fine. No, I'm not even saying that they're a top-tier design. They just made me think about it again. I'm going to be honest. I wish I didn't. And it sounds like I'm not the only one. I got the Reddit favorites poll results here. Meowth was 236. Persian was 317. Higher than I thought, but for something that's supposed to be... that's not too bad. But for something that's supposed to be, A, a Gen 1 poke usually scores higher anyway. B, it's supposed to be like a character. Both of these have character appearances. They're supposed to be thought of. Yeah, for being a main character in the anime. Yeah. yeah, It's not very It's not like Pikachu, which I get it. It's the good guy one, and obviously they doubled down on the branding with it more. Yeah, but but I thought Jesse and James were really cool, and they're the bad guys. It's not like it's a good guy versus bad guy thing. For reference of Pokes that this is around, it was tied for votes with Swellow and Spoink. I don't I don't even know that I can conjure up in my head who Swellow is. I was going to say, if you start talking shit about Spoink, we're going to have and a problem. Well, Spoink I only remember because we talked about how if it stops moving, it dies. So, <laughs> <laughs> Spoink with the grim existence. And I think this is the, the perfect way to end uh, the talk here of pointing out the obvious that immediately it's more interesting to talk about any other poke than to talk <laughs> other about Pokemon, cats, Meowth, or clippings. It doesn't have the Pokemon design language. I'm sorry. I get, okay, it has the slightest little bit from the the lucky cat that you're talking about, but there's nothing that draws it to a fabled level. There's nothing that draws it to this real world uh, kind of instance or taking something from the real world and making a fun version of it. Okay, yeah, what it about... It just reads... It reads anime. It, exactly. It's an anime character. And, okay, that's fine if it's going to serve that purpose, but it clearly was not intended to be that from the start. Again, I know it's hard to separate 25 years of knowing that it's the bad guy, anime character, sidekick, wacky, shtick, all that stuff, but it's hard not to see this one as just that it could have been in monster rancher it could have been in fairy tale it could have been in a lot of stuff not digimon though it doesn't have nearly enough cannons if it was just a guy standing up wearing jeans then yeah it could be in digimon (laughs) give the meowth a trident all right that's gonna wrap it up for our discussion of meowth and persian all right so coming up next we're gonna do blaine's quiz show and ben's gonna ask me some questions i got a couple good ones for you Welcome to Blaine's Quiz Show, where we try to stump each other with obscure pokey facts. So this week, Ben has trivia questions for me, and I don't know what they are. So what kind of game do you have for me this time? I have two. 
Uh, and we're going to kind of play an abbreviated version of uh, two of our favorite games here. The first one is my favorite one to do to you, and that is which one of these three names is not oh my a poke? God. I feel like I'm batting a thousand on this one. I don't think I've gotten <laughs> just, a single one right. <laughs> just to show what uh, Gen 1ers we are here. Which of these three names, two of them are real pokes, and one of them As is I'm not. like, what the hell is a swallow? <laughs> <laughs> I should have used that one. No, uh, number one, Flamimi. Number two, Solosis. Or number three, Skiddo. All right, now, Solosis, I know, because it's the weird cellular thing. All right, so is it Flamimi or Skiddo? I mean, they both sound bad. How dare you insult one of the Pokemon one of the ones names that I, made I came up, up with. <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm, which one, but... I'm going to go with the first one because it sounds too similar to one that I think is real. So you're saying Flamimi is made up. I think that is made up. You are correct. That is made up. Yes, I finally got one. <laughs> yes. It's only because it sounds like Flabebe, and I'm like, they wouldn't do it twice. I was thinking, like, I'm going to make one sound like a flamingo. I forgot about Flabebe. That's the only thing that gave it away. Otherwise, I would not have known. <laughs> All right, so for the second game here, I have three cards. Two are from base set. One is from jungle. So they are all original Kanto pokes. Again, we're going super Gen 1. Wait, you said base set and jungle. Two are base set. One is jungle. Okay. I'm going to read the flavor text at the bottom and tell you a type and an evolution level. Number one, it's tail fin billows like an elegant ballroom dress, giving it the nickname Water Queen. It is a basic water Pokemon. Oh, I know this one. It's Goldeen. Goldeen, Goldeen, Goldeen. the Water Queen. Yeah, I know that one. Oh my god, it rhymes. Number two. A common sight in forests and woods. It flaps its wings at ground level to kick up blinding sand. This basic colorless poke. Oh, okay. I I thought it was a grass Pokemon for a second. It's gotta be one of the birds. Oh, it has wings. Congrats on that one. Hey, hey. I mean, it's one of the root one birds. That's what I mean. Um, We'll say Pidgey. I was going to say Pidgeotto. It is Pidgey. hey I had a 50-50 shot. God, looking at a base set Pidgey in my hand is uh, such a mix of nostalgia and good lord they had no creativity on the artwork. Anyway. No, that's an oh lord he coming. Uh, picture. <laughs> that is, there is no way that Pidgey is flying. That's why they're showing it on the ground. It's not going that's why anywhere. It's kicking up dust. <laughs> All right, and our final one: a Pokemon that has been long admired for its beauty. It runs gracefully as if on wings. This stage one fire poke. I don't know how something is on wings. Wow. Oh, and that and saying it was a fire completely threw me off. I because I was gonna say Doduo, but that's not a fire. <laughs> it's, it's not a so- fire. Goddamn beautiful. <laughs> it is. Wow. Um, could you read it again? <laughs> I can. A Pokemon that has been long admired for its beauty. It runs gracefully as if on wings. Well, I was going to say Growlithe, but they wouldn't have said beautiful because they use gender norms. So, Vulpix. You were very close with the first guest. It is Arcanine. No! Oh my god! Oh, they defined the gender norms. I know. They were like, men can be beautiful too. And here is a handsome Vulpix. Good for them. <laughs> That's all I got. Hey, oh, there we go. All right, so I got them all right. Uh, <laughs> coming up next, <laughs> coming up next is the hypothetical, and we're going to talk about our favorite regional variants. It's time for hypothetical. Today we have a ranking. We're going to talk about our top five uh, favorite regional variants. 
I know we discussed this, but I am purposely not including any new evolutions. Brand new pokes cannot be included, only variants. And also, we have come to a, a gentleman's agreement here. Neither of us will be using Doug Trebro. Otherwise, it definitely would be. We can put that at the number one. We seat. can't put the tide, yeah, number one, because it's no fair. So that's both of these lists are really more of a two through six, if you will. But I am, I am said that Cleavor couldn't be on the list. <laughs> I'm going to start us off here. I'm going to go number five, Galarian Darmanitan. Nice. A very good choice. I was going to say, I wonder how much our lists are going to be the same. A very good choice. I have no specific reason for this one. I just love the Galarian version. <laughs> I, I didn't really either. It's just it's just nice. It's so good. I like. This is one of the few where I like this. It just this. has a cool hat and a beard. I like this more than the original. A lot more. And I had a regular Darmanitan on my team in a playthrough, and I still like this more and use this. This is just a happy snow dude. He's just like it's a... Just the, a whole Darmanitan. It's just great. Number four, I have Alolan Marowak. Oh, okay. Which I'm sure you do too, just because of the typing. But I think this is interesting typing, and it's a really minor... I mean, it looks pretty much the same, but it's just a minor tweak to make it feel like a completely different variant, and I love the, the fire twirler part. They did a good job on that. Number three, I have Alolan Ninetales. Nice. I love the lore. I think this is another interesting continuation of the lore, and it almost just feels like a shiny. Yeah, it does. They, they flip-flopped it. It does a good job of retaining the original design while making it look like it's part of a different place. Yes. Number two, I have Galarian Zapdos or Kentucky Fried Zapdos, KFZ, if you will. That, that is on my list, but I will not give away where it is. But yes, love that Pokemon. <laughs> I like, I actually do like all of, for reference, I like all of the Galarian uh, legendary birds, but that's also the note that I have on my list. <laughs> <laughs> this one was my favorite, and I think it's because it was the most stylized. That's all. I just thought yeah. it was unique, and I, I thought Articuno was the weakest one, and I thought this was the best one. But I do like all three, and my number one because I am incredibly biased right now. Hisuian Typhlosion. It is very cool. It, <laughs> I, I chose that as my starter. Uh, we have been playing through that at the time of recording i think it's been about two weeks of playing through that game so i am super biased i think it's the best one of the starters i know the hisuian starters got a little bit of hate when they designs are announced they're not my favorites overall but they have grown on me literally from using them and seeing them i really like the i actually i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say over time i'm starting to like hisuian typhlosion more than the original one from Jodo. Ooh. Well, because it's got that sweet dual typing now. Much cooler typing. The typing is so unbearably helpful. Very cool. I like the pink fire more than the standard fire. I think it just stands out more. Yeah. And look, I get it. It looks a little dopey without the fire, but like... But they always They do. all do. Yeah. But I, I love the... Uh, I don't know what the, the word is for the imagery, but there's like the spiritual fire. Like... Uh, Japanese folklore always does this where there's like a glowing blue fire or a glowing purple fire to signify spirits. You have for your top five. <laughs> now, you will see for my list that, yes, it, it is an unfortunate victim of recency bias. Oh, OK. Uh, for this list. <laughs> um, but number five, I'm putting out of left field, Hisuian Voltorb. Oh, OK. All right. I really like seeing Voltorb get some attention in general. This is what I was talking about that. I like seeing ones that maybe were lazy or people just simply forgot about them getting new life. I just thought the typing was cool. Electric and grass is just very cool typing and that it's wooden. That's cool. Number four. Galarian Corsola 
we had to do it to him. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a ghost type. And for me, it was all about backstory for this one. It wasn't as much about the design, but the fact that in this area, they just didn't take care of their reefs. And so it died. Yeah. It was all the, the bong wheezings that got it. Yep. All that smog uh, took it out. So it's just kind of like a climate change thing. Found that very cool. Next up, of course, Galarian Darmanitan. I mean, it's how awesome. could we not? Beard and hat is all you got to say. <laughs> and mine, I just have to say mine was a girl, and I just found that funny. <laughs> the bearded lady. <laughs> Next up, similar to you, Hisuian Samurott. Got to give it to him. Uh, the design is really growing on me, just like you said, where I just wasn't jazzed on Oshawott at first, but I was so disappointed with what they did with Rowlet that I went Samurott for the typing, you know, water types, and, and I've just really been like, Yes, and the dark type. And I've really been liking it. I like the samurai look. Even though it's it feels a little bit Digimon, I do like uh, the overall vibe. The design is a bit much. I wish they would have like chilled on some of the elements. I know that is coming from the original Samurai, but I will say I like the Hisuian Samurai more than the original one for sure. Exactly. It made me it made me like it more. And I am biased because it is far and above the strongest member of my team. Oh, sure. Not even just from levels, but from the stats, from the tank. It's everything. And what you got for number one? You can see where this is going. It's Galarian Zapdos. <laughs> I will say, just like you, all of the legendary birds were really cool. I never would have thought we'd get legendary variants, and I did freak out pretty hard to see we were getting these. The fact that, yeah, they stylized this to be it's flightless despite being flying type and a fighting type. It reminds me of an emu. It's just so cool. Yeah, it has a good like ostrichy. It looks like it could be a real world kind of thing while still uh, it's what we always talk about liking. It has the real world elements while seeming like a mystical creature. And it does make sense as a variant because they made it clear that there are more than one of these legendary birds. They're not unique they're a species they're just rare so it would be cool that you know halfway across the world they look different that's going to wrap it up then for episode 22 where we talked about meowth and persian hey hey andy yes you know what people should do they shouldn't have a big head like a lowland uh, <laughs> persian and they should follow us on instagram all right so for people who don't have a dinner plate <laughs> face follow us on instagram and leave us a review on itunes or spotify or wherever you listen and send us an idea for a hypothetical if we like your idea or well just in general well if you send us one we'll send you a sticker we got some new ones oh, yeah we will, up. we will not be haughty persians about it we will uh we'll send you those stickers all right we'll how it. many are you gonna fit in this one that's probably it <laughs> come on you got one more go for a rule of threes we appreciate you listening please share the podcast with any of your friends or family or anybody who's just a person that you know a random person at work just throw a podcast at them see how they handle it yeah next time you're listening to ted nugent's classic cat stretch fever and it reminds you of us keep listening please don't listen to ted nugent and if you do i, was gonna say, I, I hope I... to god it doesn't remind you of us that's my only hope in the world is that nothing about me and ted nugent ever works its way into the same sentence well, we're, we're, we're pretty far away from uh, from his ideals <laughs> at this point <laughs> So anyways, cats, uh, listen to us further. That's going to wrap it up. I'm Ben. <laughs> and I'm Andy. Thanks for listening. See ya. Yeah, speaking of people that are going to go out and uh, be hunting Persians. <laughs>
he would definitely hunt for those the gems on those Persians. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, he'd be like, "Cat scratch, gotcha, bitch." Uh, <laughs> I, we almost made it through the whole thing without cursing. <laughs> no, we didn't. I did that a long no, time oops. ago. Yeah, we talked about semen. So 